Every entrepreneur's vision is to lead a company with limited resources to generate tens to $100 million. Our guest, Robert Steele, has done that. You will want to hear what Robert has to say about your financial wellness and alternatives to health care. Welcome to the Georgia Podcast, featuring the who's who and what's new in Georgia. Made possible in part by Global Podcast Studios, offering podcast studio rentals, production and distribution. Visit globalpodcaststudios.com. And by our friends at Serendipity Labs, co-working, private offices, and more. True inspiration at work. Learn more at serendipitylabs.com. Now join Rich Casanova, broadcasting live from the Pro Business Channel Studios in Atlanta and worldwide across the PBC syndicated networks. All right, y'all, as we say here in the South, uh, welcome to another episode of the Georgia Podcast. Rich Casanova alongside Artie Ruderman. We've got a great guest in here. Uh, if, you're, if you're confused, um, frustrated, or have any questions about health care, this is the dude right here. We brought in the Dos Equis man of health care. <laughs> All right, so uh, Robert Steele, welcome to the studio. Rich, thank you for having me. And, uh, and yes, I like the y'all. Cause <laughs> I tell people I speak uh, two languages, English and Southern. Right. And you speak uh, both very good <laughs> as try, opposed try, to well, yeah. I try hard. <laughs> All right, so uh, let's, uh, for our listeners, let's give a little bio background of uh, Robert, and then we'll jump into, uh, we've got lots of ground to cover here. So as already mentioned, uh, you have quite a track record in um, in. Uh, helping companies. Specifically, you've served as president and CEO, founder, and business leader at various companies and uh, bring a, a record of success and expertise helping craft the strategic vision beyond, uh, behind changing, uh, challenging initiatives and high-impact organizations. You've created um, startups f- to uh, working with Fortune 100 companies. You love being that person that makes things happen. Uh, everybody in organizations needs that guy, right? Just make it happen. Right. There's, you know, you can have all the planning and all the uh, whiteboards, but are we doing anything? We get anything done today. Right. Right. Um, You enjoy speaking to groups, uh, mentoring people, bringing a trusted advisor to other startups, which uh, is critical because with your expertise, you know, they have these great ideas, these great visions, and they get uh, probably the gist of what they want to do. But it's execution. And you probably save a lot of time, a lot of money and shortcuts. Right. And um, the path that you've been down. Uh, you've also written articles and uh, enjoy writing articles and books on subjects uh, related to that. You're passionate about enjoying. I love this, this final statement of enjoying the journey we all call life. Why not, right? Uh, why not? <laughs> uh, and again, we only, uh, w- th- this is not a dress rehearsal. This is the full, the full Monty, <laughs> right? <laughs> Easy there, yeah. All right, so, uh, all right, so, uh, Artie, you got, um, I want you to tee up the first question here before we get into it, yeah. Sure. Well, what's interesting, Robert, is after your very successful career in business in general, and it seems to be in consumer products generally? Uh, primarily uh, healthcare related IT services, uh, some serving uh, consumers and some serving uh, employers and uh, insurance companies. Thank, thank you. So let's talk about healthcare. You know, everyone's talking about it's a broken system. Mm-hmm. What, what's your take on it? Well, what's interesting is we just started on November 1st, we just started the new open enrollment season for uh, 2019, and obviously we have until now and uh, now until the 15th of December to enroll in the Affordable Care Act uh, products and uh, services, uh, you know, through the federal health exchange. And, And obviously that's one of the things that we look at today is what I have found that most consumers 
fall into what I would call one of three buckets. They're either confused, frustrated, or mad. They're confused about all the choices that are out there. If you go to the Federal Exchange, you could see a thousand different choices. No one can handle a thousand different choices. Uh, I, I like to position things as good, better, and best. You know, give me yeah. three choices. I'll pick one of the three. Right. I might pick the middle. I might pick the I might pick the best. But all of us are looking for the most amount of services for the least amount of money, right? Right, right. Absolutely. We don't do that in healthcare. We don't question our doctors. No disrespect to doctors. I'm not. Uh, I mean, I love my doctor, but. Uh, we don't question that. We think that every doctor made 100 on every exam. Well, they didn't. <laughs> That's why they call it a health care practice. Right. Uh, but the issue is, is that we should be questioning health care prices because health care prices are off the charts. When you go in and get a service, you, you, you might, there, there might be, a, it's, it's almost like uh, uh, an airline ticket. You could have you could be sitting next to someone oh, yeah. and, and who paid a hundred dollars and you paid a thousand dollars. Was that fair? Well, it is if if pricing is related to the amount of seats left on a plane. But healthcare is not that way. And you could literally have a situation where you go get a uh, uh, you know you you go get a treatment or a lab test or something. You could literally pay a hundred dollars or a thousand dollars. Wow. You get an EKG. It could be a thousand dollars or it could be a hundred dollars. And that's why we need to be negotiating, literally negotiating healthcare prices with our providers. And what we like to promote, uh, and by the way, I'm a customer of, of someone that's been on your, uh, I'm, a, I'm a member of Hip Nation, which is yep. a, uh, a company that provides direct primary care services, you know, to consumers. And I'm, a, I'm an advocate of direct primary, primary care. I'm a member of Hip Nation, and, and, and what we try to teach people is learning how to be a cash-paying customer. The problem with insurance is it, it is it is turned up the – kind of turned the apple cart upside down. Right, and an educated customer because I always uh, – along that line, I, I flash back to – I don't know if you caught those commercials they ran for a while about um, – uh, the customer go into the cell phone store and they have 27 questions about you know the range the cost the plans um, you know the battery life of the phone what it can do all the widgets they go into the doctor and they have no clue what to ask that's correct you know, right <laughs> yeah and everybody uh, you know they they go they google healthcare right. and you get a million three hundred and eighty eight yeah, thousand right. choices of what to find no one knows what to do so the, I, again i say people c find themselves in either a confused frustrated or mad world or a paralyzed uh, state right oh, which and, is the confused and, piece and paralyzed is the situation when you say i don't know what to do next so i don't do anything so i don't do anything yeah and that's the issue so um, as we before we went on the air, we, we uh, clarified that so you're not in the health uh, insurance business, but so talk to us about some alternatives to health insurance. What does this come into play? And I also should mention for our listeners real quick, um, as they're tuning in throughout the show, if you want to check out this as a website, it'll give you a little bit more intel about this, right? And that's um, RHS, Richard Harry Sam, dot, uh, my, or my M MPB, which is uh, my MY, Mary what was the, you had to call it? You had the official. Yeah. Uh, so I'm a, I'm a pilot. I'm a pilot. Yeah. So pilot. give us a pilot version of that. Yeah. Uh, so, well, uh, uh, Mike Papa Bravo. Right. Mike yeah. Papa Bravo. Dot com. Oh, okay. Cool. Okay. So continue on, Robert. Yeah. So so by the, the way, alternatives. Uh, I am. So let me clarify. Okay. I am a licensed insurance broker. Okay. 
I have been licensed since 1976 when I was a sophomore in college. Wow, dang. Oh, my. <laughs> a long great. time ago. So you, you know a little bit about this healthcare IT in the, in the industry, yeah. And so, <laughs> yes, I have built products to serve all of the markets. Wow. But, 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 but I've seen a lot of changes. And so one of the interesting things, as I wound up my last uh, CEO role, I started looking at alternatives to healthcare. I, I'm actually very passionate about healthcare. I actually lost my mom and dad to two different conditions uh, in 2002. Wow! Uh, back uh, again, same year, both condition, both different conditions. But I became an advocate for wanting to learn more about how to change the healthcare system, and I've been doing that ever since. Well, I'm sorry to hear about your loss, but were were they lost? Uh, in some way related to insurance covering their needs it, properly? No, it was not. Uh, most of most of us uh, make choices. I, I like to call it the microwave solution. Uh, <laughs> my dad was a uh, victim of that. Uh, we all want to eat whatever we want to eat. We want to drink whatever we want to drink. We want to smoke whatever we want to smoke. And, and worry about the consequences later or not even think about it. Not even think about it until something goes oh, wrong. Yeah, yeah. And then what we want is one pill yep. to make all the pain go away. Yep. And I call it the microwave solution. Yep. I want to be better in 30 seconds or less right. with a pill, doctor. Just give me that pill. It doesn't work that way. And Healthcare is a part of a journey right. that we're all on. Because uh, there's a pill for everything, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, the problem with pills is that the, the one, repercussions, yeah. One pill makes you healthy, and it also gives you side effects for other things. So your, your viewpoint, then, isn't just uh, having the appropriate medical insurance or health insurance. It's also having a healthy lifestyle. Being it, proactive. It, it actually is. Uh, if you look at the fact that um, in our world today, uh, there are you know, really three or four things we should always be looking at. We should get more exercise. I, I try to work out all the time. We should get more exercise. From a nutritional standpoint, we should be eating healthier foods. Uh, we also need to educate ourselves. We also need to understand how our DNA plays into what we should be doing. And so if you look at all of these things combined, there are people that, and, and, and many Americans want to live a longer, healthier, happier life. Rich, if I said to you, Rich, do you want to live a longer, healthier, happier life? What's the answer? Is that a trick question? Yes. <laughs> right. The answer is yes. Yeah. Well, if you're going to do that, you've got to be doing things proactively today. Yeah. Right. And so, uh, Artie, you asked about uh, my insurance background. I am still an insurance broker, uh, but I also like the fact that there are alternatives to a, quote, fully insured product, and that is called medical cost sharing. And some of you on this, uh, on this podcast may or may not have ever heard that term. Uh, there's a lot of companies that do medical cost sharing, but it is an alternative, alternative to health care. And, and it's so important to understand that you have a choice. If you want you know, traditional insurance, you can have that. If you want medical cost sharing, you can have that. The beautiful thing, guys, is medical cost sharing is about half the cost. With no um, no gatekeeper, no penalties, no network, no junk that you have to deal with from right. a traditional insurance. But it does work. Traditional insurance works for the you know for the right people, and medical cost sharing works for the right people. They well, mentioned traditional insurance. So um, 
Um, I don't want I don't want to position this because when I ask this question, a lot of people have a knee jerk reaction to a political standpoint. But uh, are there examples that you're familiar with in other countries that have a model that uh, that we should follow that works for them without you know overtaxing people and so forth? Is there a, a country that's doing a better job of uh, executing these alternative health insurance? That, that there's a model that could be followed or um, or no? <laughs> well, again, if you look at most uh, countries. Um, you know, uh, whether it be Canada or Europe, um, you know, Finland, th- th- there are plenty of models out there. Most of the time when you do a Medicare for all, and I'm not going to get political here, yeah. but most of the time when you do a Medicare for all type of an approach, right. the, the, the wealthy in this country will get what they want and the unwealthy will get what they can take. And a lot of times when you look at these alternatives the government uh, implemented, it's just um, more more taxing to provide more of the same. It's not really an alternative. Correct. Okay. Artie, I think you got the next question from a a different standpoint. Yeah, I do, but I'm going to address that issue, and that is when you look at other country models, um, you have to look at the control group. Most of them, especially the Scandinavian countries, do not have the population that America has or the diversity of ethnicity that America has, which brings with that a lot of DNA issues, which Mm -hmm. um, can bring on certain diseases and conditions. And they don't don't have the microwave mindset. They have a healthier lifestyle, right? Mm -hmm. Healthier food choices and everything else, yeah. And already buy into a socialistic society for the most part. Okay, so you got our next uh, topic here. That kind of leads right into financial wellness Mm -hmm. because what you're really talking about when you mention, hey, uh, we have medical cost sharing which could save you up to half of what you might be spending on traditional insurance. Mm -hmm. And uh, it it should be said that the quality is as good or, or not only the quality but uh, the ability to see a doctor when you want to see a doctor, mm-hmm. right? The out, the out, what everybody should be looking for, and, and it's what I did. I had my knees replaced, uh, uh, both knees replaced at the same time. I uh, noticed that when you were running into the building here, yeah. <laughs> back for, uh, Well, actually, I'm, I'm hitting the ball out of bounds farther than I ever have now wow. playing golf. But uh, <laughs> I, I did research. Uh, I went to a website. Uh, I don't mind this plug. It's called healthcarebluebook.com. So if you think about the auto auto co- mm-hmm. uh, yeah, yeah. companies, this is healthcarebluebuck.com. Huh. I, because I knew I was only going to have my knees replaced one time. I was going to research, and I found um, through Healthcare Blue Book uh, the ability to get what I call the highest best outcome for the lowest cost possible. Which you talked about earlier, yeah. Which is what everybody should do for every purchase. I went and bought a TV set this weekend. I didn't do as much research as I did for my knee replacement. <laughs> I hope not. Or whatever, yeah. But but I did look for the biggest TV for the least amount of money. Yeah. And that's what everybody should do in their healthcare purchases as well. And you probably looked at not let's say some Yelp reviews, but when you're on Amazon, those reviews come into play or whatever, right? So you look at that that surgeon's track record because, like you said, not every surgeon uh, has a you know hundred uh, percent you know, score on their uh, <laughs> test, uh, they, right? They, they, they didn't. But but here's what's interesting. Um, I looked at Healthcare Blue Book. They have a red, yet red, yellow, green approach. Okay. Red, red means high cost, high, uh, high cost, low outcome. Oh, or, red, or low quality. Red, red, yeah. Red, red. Green, green means low cost, high quality. Yeah. Well, I only was going to do it with green, green. Sure. And so I found a, a, a clinic. Uh, in Park City, Utah. I was living in Vegas at the time. I, I found this clinic. I went in and I told the doctor, 
I wanted to have D uh, Dr. Rosenberg. I wanted to have my niece done, both of them at the same time. He didn't want to do it, but I said, look, I'm either going to do it both at one time, because actually I was so bow-legged, oh, wow. seriously, <laughs> I, and I got two and a half inches taller already as a result wow. of, of doing my surgery. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, wow. But at the end of the day— <laughs> I might have my knees replaced just to be taller. <laughs> I had choices, and, um, you know, my surgery was about $25,000. But I found uh, uh, surgeons that would do it for 125,000. Yeah. Wow, and 75,000 with less outcomes, with, oh, with, yeah, with yeah. not as good outcomes. So I'm I am all about again finding the best care at the best price, and we do that through our medical cost sharing model. If I was if I had seen you bow-legged, I, I would have think John Wayne. You would have been walking like John Wayne, right? No, I'd literally look like I just got off a horse. <laughs> yeah, I would think so. Okay, so uh, Artie was just talking about the financial wellness perspective from the consumer perspective. Let's pivot to uh, companies because we're a pro-business channel. A lot of our uh, listeners obviously are in business, entrepreneurs, running companies, organizations, and so forth. So from – and especially all your expertise in the, not just the startup space but president, CEO, all these Fortune 100, 500 companies – so now let's do a little deep dive into uh, companies offering well-being benefits versus not just wellness benefits. What's the distinction in the operative? So there? actually the beautiful thing, Rich, is that companies can also offer medical cost sharing uh, as really? an alternative. Yes, sir. As an alternative oh. to, to, to traditional insurance. It's funny. I read an article uh, on uh, Twitter uh, actually this morning uh -huh. and he was talking about you know health uh, small business health insurance doesn't have to be that expensive it's not really that well when someone says it doesn't have to be that expensive yeah. it's probably too expensive right and so the same thing holds true with our medical cost sharing offering is the ability to work with small businesses and and again that's what i love is dealing with small business i love selling big products uh, and big price tags sure to uh, bigger companies, but I actually love the, f the impact that we can do with oh, small yeah. business uh, from a healthcare and well-being standpoint. Because it really resonates, and it's uh, you can you know see it in action. It's really tangible on that on that uh, uh, molecular spell or, or um, level, Correct. right? With that uh, slow, I can't talk too much coffee. I think yeah, but um, on a, with a smaller organization, right? That's it takes correct. longer for the impact and the results and the ripple effect throughout a, a major company. Um, okay, so um, so what? Um, how do people? I mean, go back to your, I guess, your website. So that's a resource uh, to start the conversation, I guess. What? Right? Sure. So give those call letters again one more time. So it's uh, RHS. So, dot uh, <laughs> uh, yes, uh, Roscoe uh, <laughs> Hotel uh, Sierra RHS dot my MPB. Right. So. Uh, Mike, Yankee, uh, Mike, Papa, Bravo. All right, we're prepared for liftoff. Dot com. Yeah, we now are we're prepared, prepared for liftoff. <laughs> but anyway, go there, take a look at uh, at that website, uh, and seriously, uh, reach out to me. I'm on uh, LinkedIn. Uh, I actually am doing uh, a, a pay it forward already uh, as part of the Kettering world. Uh, I've been mentoring people on uh, through LinkedIn. Uh, who are in transition mm -hmm. and are looking for a, a different career. Sure. And basically, I, I look at their resume. We have a 30-minute call. I don't charge for this. And uh, wow. I end up helping them position themselves because I look at the, their background, and I then ask, the, ask them some questions, and I get them to position th their resume differently so that they could actually get a different job or get a better job than what they're currently doing. 
And so I've been I've been having fun with LinkedIn a lot uh, over Dude, the last. That's a million dollar phone call. I mean, if somebody doesn't take advantage of that, it's part of the Kettering Group. What are you guys are both members yes, of, right? Yes, we are. Mm-hmm. Uh, give a little plug for Kettering. People not familiar with that, right? Sure. Kettering is a, the premier network organization in Atlanta, and it's really based on uh, executives getting together to learn from each other and help each other through uh, education right? Mm -hmm. Business education, personal education for the betterment of themselves and their businesses. Well said. All right. Um, We got a couple minutes left. Um, uh, You mentioned about uh, healthier choices at microwave mindset or, um, you know, choices. I I don't know if you would uh, subscribe to this or not, but um, have you heard about this impossible Whopper at Burger King? (laughs) It's completely plant-based. Uh, really? Yeah. It's um, when I first saw the commercials, I thought, oh, it's like a spoof or whatever. Like we're not putting a, there's no burger or there's no beef. And I'm like, why would you not? Um, but so I've been so intrigued. I actually went there the other day and had one. And you'd think it's a Whopper, but it's completely there's no beef. There's zero beef in there whatsoever. Wow. I just have your lettuce and your tomatoes would have right. And um, but it's a completely plant based and it tastes unbelievable. Wow. So now they need to send us some burgers or whatever, right? That, but, there you uh, go. But so, um, so uh, we got a couple minutes left. I don't know if you have some other points you wanted to hit on there, but uh, talk to us maybe a little bit like the lifestyle, how that impacts people as far as the food choices, you know, their exercise. You mentioned playing golf. Um, so what are some things maybe your, your parents didn't do or a different generation? And you mentioned the millennials earlier, mm-hmm. right? So what are they doing differently? What's their mindset in terms of this, this topic? That's probably a better topic uh, to talk about because you've been coaching a lot of startups. Mm-hmm. Where do they – they're wired differently. Where do they see this um, uh, health care options and alternatives? What's, what's their uh, observations? So what's interesting about a millennial is they are – uh, they're they're in it to win it like all of us are, but they want to win it differently. Okay, uh, salary is not the thing that drives their boat. Right, uh, it is more about the, the the perks and the lifestyle choices that they're able to make. Uh, more leisure time. Yeah. Uh, uh, again, more ability to be flexible, flex time. Right. Uh, and 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 they they want to be they do want to be mentored. They do want to grow. They do want to learn. But they also want to do it in an environment that's healthy for them. And so they do make uh, different choices when it comes to their health care and their health coverage, whether it be health insurance or medical cost sharing. And, uh, and they are looking to live a longer, healthier, happier life. And they want it to be more peaceful. And so I actually love my, my millennial friends <laughs> because they, they do think much, much differently than we do. And I love that diversity. It's almost kind of come full circle. They almost, uh, hearing you talk like that, they almost have this hippie mindset. Because the hippie was like just live free or whatever, right? Live free. Right? And um, that's kind of, you know, it's, it's um, I'll come up with a term for that, but like uh, uh, millennial hippie. But there's a, you've got to mash those two together. But they, they, they a lot of people talk about working hard, uh, playing hard. They actually mm-hmm. do that. Right. And it's kind of um, in tandem or similar to some of these other countries around the world. We mentioned Finland and so forth. Or uh, I was in Barcelona and they take this siesta, you know, midday. And it's a different, um, you know, mindset or a different work habit mm-hmm. that we have. And, and if you I, I'm sure you subscribe to this is if you take those down times, uh, you're going to live longer. Yes or yes. Absolutely. And so I am working on another project uh, called Recharge Wellness, okay. which is all about helping employees live that different lifestyle by actually taking time off to recharge their batteries. You and I were talking about that earlier. 
we know what our battery life is at this moment in time. We, we, on, on our cell phone. On our cell phone. Yeah, yeah, sorry, yeah. on our cell phone. What we need to do is is actually recharge our battery as well. Our personal battery. Our personal battery. Yeah. And we should know when we're about to run yeah. low. And I think we know it, but we just don't, we don't monitor it. We don't look for that outlet. That's a good – all kinds of al- uh, analogies, right? So you, when your cell phone, you see the battery starting – the bar starting to go down, you immediately start uh, visualizing an outlet nearby. Where do I find from, a plug? From, right, from our personal uh, battery, uh, we, see, we feel it going low, but we just keep pushing forward. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to be a man and kind of push through this, right? Mm-hmm. You should be looking for an outlet – Mm-hmm. Right, get it an outlet for uh, recharging your battery, uh, an alternative, a break. You know, I, I used to read, I read a, a nutrition magazine a while back, and they said um, I was subscribing to it for a while in terms of the mindset of taking every day like a fifteen minute nap, mm-hmm. right? And you feel like, well, I can just push through it, but the power of that is amazing. It really is. Right, yeah. Say the name of your company again. Empoweringbenefits.com. Thank you. The point that I wanted to make is earlier in our show, you mentioned Hip Nation, which is a direct primary care provider, and your company, what is the difference between a direct primary care provider and a medical cost sharing company, or what your company actually provides? Got it. So we work hand in hand. Uh, a direct primary care you know, is a personal physician that's providing primary care. That's why it's called direct primary care. It's someone that, in most cases, a direct primary care physician does not take insurance. So they are, they are looking for people that have a medical cost-sharing uh, membership so that they can dovetail with those two. So it is two different services, two different solutions. Medical cost-sharing is the base for a, 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 a consumer to have um, benefits that are part of uh, a traditional uh, program that would compare itself to insurance, but it's not insurance because it's not an insured product. Okay, that's a that's that's a membership, uh, and then uh, uh, Hip Nation is a direct primary care. So they're providing the services that consumers get for healthcare, and they do help you monitor uh, those uh, you know those conditions and help you improve those conditions. But they're actually a service provider providing those services, and we're actually providing the, 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 the solutions from, a, you know, from the medical cost sharing standpoint, which is the basis for um, allowing someone to take care of their needs uh, when, it co- when it comes to any healthcare-related expenses. So if I'm a consumer looking for better quality healthcare for less dollars, do I look at a direct primary care provider, or do I look at a company such as yours for medical cost sharing? Actually, Artie, that's a great uh, segue. Uh, it, it is actually a combination of both. You actually need both because if, if you, you and I, much like my dad, my dad had a heart attack at uh, 59. Uh, he ended up having another heart attack and had a triple bypass. Those were hundreds of thousands of dollars of expenses. Most of the millennials, believe it or not, don't have health insurance or medical cost sharing. Yeah, they're they're a they're a train wreck away from being <laughs> right. you know in debt for the rest of their life. Wow, uh, separate from college student right. loans and uh, startup loans and, <laughs> yeah. and startup loans, <laughs> VC <other> investment. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so what 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 a medical cost sharing product is is truly that that base for allowing you if something. And I was talking to two millennials last night. 
they do not have uh, health insurance or medical cost sharing. Yep. They're about to get a medical cost sharing product. Uh, and so I said, look, you, what happens if you're um, in your weekend warrior status yeah. where you're playing rugby or you're playing soccer or you're playing football, flag football, and you hit a hole and you break your ankle? Right, you, you have to go to the emergency room, right? Yeah. The medical cost sharing product is there to help take care of those needs. That's the difference. I mean, they probably have insurance or assurance for their business, but they don't have for their personal. So, uh, Robert, well, it, was, it was a pleasure having you in the studio. I feel smarter just having listened to the conversation. We're, we're out of time here. So um, you got already like three seconds. Thank you. I just want to put in a plug for our next show on Friday where we will have yeah. the CEO of Hip Nation, Will Hall. Oh, yeah. And I'm a fan of Hip Nation. All right, awesome. <laughs> Tell Will hello. <laughs> we will do that. So, uh, again, you can check out Robert at the website we mentioned earlier, all the show posting notes, but also uh, an invitation to uh, connect with him on LinkedIn. And that's just uh, LinkedIn.com. And you got to do that slash. I don't know why they want to put that in, slash in there. Slash I-N. <laughs> yeah. Slash I-N. And then Robert Steele, and that's with three E's, two E's in the middle, and an E at the end, right? Yeah. Uh, three E's. <laughs> just just like the uh, Dr. Steele on MASH. Oh, okay. Uh, he's, he used to say, Steele, three E's, not in a row. <laughs> right. Nice, yeah. Um, disregard that if you're millennial, because they may not know what MASH is. But yeah, <laughs> that would be <laughs> for correct. the rest of us. Yeah, awesome. Again, uh, Robert, our pleasure. Uh, look forward to uh, continuing the conversation in the future. Rich Casanova on behalf of Artie Rudiman. We'll see you on the next episode. On behalf of the Pro Business Channel, we thank you for listening to the Georgia Podcast, featuring the who's who and what's new in Georgia. Made possible in part by Global Podcast Studios, offering podcast studio rentals, production, and distribution. Visit globalpodcaststudios.com. And by our friends at Serendipity Labs, co-working, private offices, and more. True inspiration at work. Learn more at serendipitylabs.com. Join Rich Casanova for the next Georgia podcast and download on iHeartRadio, iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and more.